2: Yeah, I wear bow ties every day for like four years And I just said, like, fuck it, I'm not going to wear, gonna wear ties anymore <laughs> We
0: haven't played the disclaimer oh, sorry yeah. God, Have you listened to this show before? Right.
2: I'm the worst language possible Now this
0: is the no Sammy intro
2: Who cares? <That's>
0: <laughs> See? Thank you. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Hey Frazier podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Frazier, and I can already tell today is going to be bananas. Everybody's very excited. Every, Bowtie Joe is in the studio, and then also Amber McNeil. Who's McNeil? Been a, uh,
1: McNeil? McNally. McNally. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, you were like, it's McNally, right? And I was like, two minutes ago, yeah. and
2: right now. And then you you're like, Amber brain.
1: McNeil. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Amber McNeil. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how much
0: changed. Mm -hmm. Amber McNally is here.
1: Oh, God. Now,
0: I am very excited about you co-hosting today. One, because you've been a longtime fan and supporter. Forever. Forever. You have followed me through many transitions. (laughs) And two, we have a history, because I'm going to play it. I made out with your brother at Field of Screams when he was... A fetus. (laughs) No, he was 18. Thank you. And by yeah. the way, it's probably... Amber's guessing he's 18. It's probably one of the highest viewed videos of Sarah Frazier of all time. So we are going to play that. I think we need to play the disclaimer here before oh, we get... Real quick, in, hit it. Yeah, okay. into anything else. Early. This is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and enforced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh, oh well, we'll keep that. So anyhow, welcome to the show. Bowtie Joe is here. So is Amber. And we yes. have a ton of topics to cover, including uh, the first one that I was going to start with is George Lopez, the comedian. Um, I wanted to know if you guys had heard his crazy rant that TMZ picked up where he, first of all, people were saying he said something racist, and then he went off on a woman in the crowd. Mm. And I want to know if you guys feel like it was too much or if he basically had the right to tell her to go fuck herself. So we'll get to that. Crazy. Um, Also, I I want to talk about, too, um, I love this story that people are now actually having a real fear of phones. I want to see. I want to see if yes. you guys think that's real. And the fear of phones is actually talking on the phone. So making a phone call is now an on the rise legitimate fear for people. Yeah, like people need
2: legitimate, legitimate,
1: legitimate. So so
2: fucking stupid.
1: I, I'm serious. It's and Amber, We're you believe? Slammer, yeah, right? like people need to pop a Xanax to even pick up the phone. Yeah, unfortunately,
2: yeah.
1: all right. So we'll
0: get into all that, but I want to talk about this George Lopez um, video from last night because I want to see if you guys think this was too much, or if you think that George Lopez had the right to go after this audience member. Oh sit your fucking ass
2: down. This is you talking to a woman. Sit your I'm talking, bitch. Sit your fucking ass down. You pay to see a show, sit your ass down.
1: That's so right. You can't take a joke, you're in the
2: wrong
0: motherfucking place. Oh, it's brutal. So sit your fucking ass down. How crazy is that? So, George... So, he goes on and on, by the way, to keep, like, belittling this person. Do you think when you go to a comedy show Mm -hmm. that that you expect... Like, if you are essentially calling out the comedian... Because, by the way, this woman didn't like it. She felt like it was a racist Mm -hmm. joke. So, she's yelling at George Lopez Mm -hmm. while he's on the stage. And he's basically telling her to sit the fuck down or get the fuck out. So, do you think it's like... Here's... I'll give you my opinion. Because I think George Lopez is a huge (laughs) asshole. So, I'm like... Is anyone Why? surprised? George Lopez, the comedian's the biggest asshole. He ended up taking a kidney from his wife when he was having like <laughs> failing kidney disease, and then he divorces her like a, a month later.
2: I mean, what are wives for, though? <laughs> okay. if not okay, a kidney. Okay, rude. Let's be honest.
1: Oh my god! What do you think? Was that too much, or you think? Look, I mean, if you're heckling, his show, his rules, but at the same time, it's it's like if you go to a comedy show, you should, you know, I mean the comedian can just do what he wants but at the same time I think it's kind of rude oh sort of like god. I mean if, if if someone I like if you told me to sit you know sit the fuck down and be like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on your, like so rude
0: in <laughs> show but yeah I'd be like oh shit I think the okay. guy's such an asshole yeah uh, so obviously we teased it when we started but you guys Joe you do not believe that uh, a fear of making a phone call is a legitimate fear
2: no you don't. don't
0: no. Mm-mm. So you saw the story I sent you because I, I, yes. I, I try to always send oh, yeah. the
1: guest you know, mm-hmm. some show prep before him. Yeah, so I think <laughs> it's definitely a thing. <laughs> yeah, A-T-N. I don't know if it's a millennial people thing, but yeah, I love you think it's a thing? I think it is. I used to be really scared of making phone calls, but then I became in customer service and then I just got used to it. I just kind of faced the fear.
0: What was so fearful about it? Because the article basically says that people have an immense fear, and especially the younger generation, of being judged on their phone etiquette. Or rejected. Or rejected over the phone, which I, by the way, think it's much easier to get rejected over the phone than it is in person. Right.
2: Wait, are we talking about the same thing? Yes. Yes. I mean, just being on, like calling your friends, how are you going to get rejected?
0: No, they're saying no. like okay, but even calling friends like people want to text, and then there's an actual fear of making a phone call. So
2: like if you, I right. they're, they're, like if I call you, yes, what, are you they, what would I would be af- what would I be afraid of?
0: Well, if you have this phobia, like they're mm-hmm. saying that it's real, you have a fear of being judged by me.
1: Either that your voice is annoying, you don't, yeah. you don't know what to say, mm-hmm. you don't know how to like articulate the Or same. you don't like, know how to get off the phone. Like, you can't judge. Like, Sarah's in a hurry, you're doing things, and then you're just sort of, like, trying to get the point out. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I felt that fear before. Um, like, my boss likes to just cut to the chase. And if I'm on the phone with him, he's just like, Amber, get to the point. You know, and I'm like, oh God, yeah, right, okay. But I like, I want to give him all the details so that he fully understands what went down. But sometimes, you know, and so making a phone call to him sometimes is really. Like, love
0: him, but so it can be intense. It, it, the article says that this is a legit thing, and then yeah. goes on to say that if that, that people are now kind of being treated for this, where they're having to <laughs> actually, like, write out what they're going to say before they make a phone call. Do you yeah. think? Because here's my thing. I would say I have a fear of listening to voice messages. Like, I do not. I hate listening I to voice I do messages. not listen to voice oh, messages oh ever. God. Do I have one right now? <laughs> I re- yeah, I know, Irene. <laughs> Speak of the devil. And it will take me, like, two days to yeah. listen to this. Are we
2: talking oh. about... What kind of fear, though? I mean, I don't listen to my voicemail messages just because it's annoying to get in there and there's always right. something I'm going to have to do and just text me and it's so much faster. Yeah. It just takes so long. I'm not afraid of it, but I just don't want to do it.
1: And, well, I get, I know what you're saying. I'm not afraid it, of it either, but I mean, it's like, a legit like thing. if it's, um, like a, a short example for me is like I had missed paying, um, my psychiatrist. So he called me and like, I obviously didn't answer, you know, and, um. Fear <laughs> of picking up fear the phone. picking up the phone. Cause I was late on the payment and I didn't want to, you know, hear his either disappointment or annoyance. Obviously I paid the guy, but it was just like a few days late. And so I just like read the transcription on the iPhone seven. You can just yeah, read now it. Now you can read it. Yes. And so I just like read it. I don't listen to the voice mail. See? It's a legit thing.
2: Thank you. I feel you. like we're talking about two different things again, though. Why? I mean, you're not a, a, I mean a phobia? I mean, it's not... I don't It's like germophobia. Phobia. Like, people have to live in a bubble, and they have a very difficult life as opposed to, mm-hmm. like... Well, we and I feel have, like being rejected is part of life. I mean, you just kind of... Yeah. Go, I mean, it's... We This have is the generation cases. that is... Yeah. But this, they're
0: saying there are people... Mm-hmm. Is it a legit phobia? Th- this article is basically saying, yes... It's a legit phobia.
2: I just read an article about the everyone gets a trophy thing. You know, the participation oh, yeah. trophy. And how it that can... annoys me. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it's there's no reward for winning. And there's no getting used to losing. Mm-hmm. And they were... I'm not going to get too far into it. But I feel like that, that this is kind of born out of that. Like, you feel bad about being so rejected like, like you need to be rejected more
0: people need to just own yeah. up to it and it's like get used to getting rejected yeah. time right.
2: my job out you want to get rejected good <laughs> lord
1: right I it's, feel like it's a part of life like get over it yeah. like making a phone call like I, I get it but like I, sometimes I get anxiety depending on
2: who I'm calling yeah I oh, forget I that it. you have this phobia and that I'm yeah, I mean, it's almost kind of like directly phobia. picking on you I know
1: I'm like <laughs> oh my god Bowtie Joe thanks a lot <laughs> yeah,
2: like, should we go back to George Lopez <laughs> yeah. um, I,
0: mean, I, mean, I have multiple stories I want to get into including a, a wife that ended up stabbing her husband after he asked her for a threesome yeah, and then the other crazy woman that wanted to become a serial killer so she goes out on a date with a guy from Tinder tries to cut out his heart need
1: it. Uh, there you go, Irene. Mean, it was me. I mean, I mean, why are you that crazy? Uh, no, I'm she loves serial killers. killers. Oh, you like serial killers? Yes, yeah. Well, everybody's obsessed like No, I'm not crime. calling your inter crazy. <laughs>
2: I, I saw an article yesterday where this woman was on trial for disemboweling her boyfriend after a 4-hour sex session. What? Oh what? my god. Oh yeah, she cut out a part Joe. of his small intestine with a nut, with a this was a, a the Daily Mail, knife. of course a reputable source. <laughs>
0: That's, yeah. okay, we'll have to get to that one too. Yeah, okay. uh, I want to remind you though that the next live show is February 24th. You need to buy your tickets. Are you coming, Amber? I'm coming. Oh, good. It'll be good. Do you like? Yeah, are you a big yeah. fan of Paul Wharton?
1: Yes, the audience loves he, Paul Wharton. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I was just driving back from um, North Carolina the other day, and I was listening to one of the. Um, podcast when he was on and I just was laughing the whole time. And it, oh my god, it was just awesome. Oh, he's so hysterical. Good. He's like so amazing. So he's going to be co-hosting the show DCImprov.com
0: for your tickets. It. Um, It's a 7.30pm show. It is almost sold out so you're going to want to get that and then you can see live Paul live in action. I'm going to try and get him to be less drunk. That's my goal. Like, he gets Research so wasted.
2: He gets call.
0: so wasted. And then it just turns to him, like, you know, the he stories just are better than documents they. every blowjob he's ever given. Yeah. And we're like, okay, honestly, the first one was fine. But the second one, <laughs> seriously, it's, like, too much. Uh, but anyhow, no, I know he'll be on his best behavior. Uh, so that's coming up if you are interested in that um okay hold on one second Mm -hmm. oh good we're still recording i've been having so many technical issues (laughs) i'm like so terrified that it's going to go off again and i'm gonna be like (laughs) what am i gonna do Mm -hmm. uh there's a new list out of the 10 signs that you're dating a mama's boy you ever dated a woman amber that was like super close to her mom that it kind of infringed
1: on your relationship ever had that happen um yeah with danielle I was never big into social media and controlled how i used my social media oh, okay she didn't like the fact that i was so outgoing and would
2: talk to a wall so just not on the phone everybody just not on the phone
1: right <laughs> that's right i won't talk to anyone on the phone but i'll talk to a wall so yeah her her mom and her were like super tight and it was, and that like, kind of got
0: in in between. yeah
1: and it kind of like intimidated me because i was like or what are you telling your mom about our life together and like it was just kind of, I didn't know what to expect with her mom. So, you didn't know what to expect with her mom? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: We'll, ha- we'll, ha- we'll have a couple of drinks. Irene's
0: <laughs> over here having like a side conversation. Um, yes. I wanted to tell you, though, this list, by the way, of the 10 signs that he's a mama's boy. So, I've I just, I'm <laughs> never that. How many times a day do you think a guy should
1: call his mother?
2: Once? How many times? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think
1: not? Like Shouldn't a normal, non-mama's boy? Like a normal, just average guy? <laughs> we were like,
0: take you.
2: Once. I got to cough. Or
0: like. <clears throat> Like, once. I here some, once. Here are the, some of the things that... You
2: should be too busy to call more than once. Yeah.
0: If he talks to his mother more than one time on the phone a day on a consistent basis, this could be a sign that you're dating a mama's boy. Yeah. Also, uh, his mom... If his mom always knows about everything. So every time you're in a fight, if he references his mother, basically you're in trouble. You're dating a mama's guy. <laughs> um, also, they say if he Snapchats with his mom. Do you Ugh. know if anybody... I don't even think my mom knows how to Snapchat.
2: <laughs> I don't know how to Snapchat. Are you kidding?
1: No. Does anyone Snapchat with their parents? I'm, I do. I we use the can. filters. My mom and I love it. She actually has a Snapchat account and yeah. Snapchat's
0: you. Oh, I love this. She yeah, like a Mama's girl.
1: Yeah. No, my mom and I will Snapchat. My friends love it because they're. She doesn't. She doesn't understand the Snapchat, and so when they it distorts her face, she's like. What? And then she always wants to like stick out her tongue because she thinks it's gonna like prompt something, and so you know because sometimes you have to stick out your tongue like with the dog filter. Yeah. <laughs> so certainly. like every filter, she's sticking out her tongue. Um. Also on the list, he couldn't survive
0: alone in the wild. See, I feel like that's kind of. I mean, I couldn't survive alone in the wild, I so I don't either. feel like that's really a fair one. Mm-mm. Um, I could. and you could. I mean, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> And then if he runs every decision by his mom, that's also a sign. I'm like, yeah, that's a good
1: list. Yeah, no, that is a really good list.
0: Um, Also, the couple of bizarre stories that have been out there. I don't know what people... They have to be on drugs. But a woman who has been arrested, she was trying to stab her husband after... And has been arrested for domestic violence as well. After he came to her and wanted to have a threesome. Would that make you want to stab your significant other, Joe?
2: (laughs) Well, I like how stabbing your husband is domestic violence right? Isn't it attempted murder or no? Yeah. I, like how do we go to domestic violence?
0: That, was, that escalated quickly. <laughs> she stabbed him with a pair of scissors by the way. Police in oh the police God. report police said that the man then. So much
2: for talking through things.
0: Right. Locked her out of the house and told her to leave. She re-entered the home through a back door and the physical altercation continued until he locked her out again, police stated. Oh uh, according to police, Gillard, who is one, who is the woman uh, involved in this, um, had said that she was very upset, Teresa Gillard, with her husband when he had come home from the bar and wanted to go back to the bar because he'd met someone that he thought they should have a threesome with.
2: <laughs> right? At least he didn't cheat on her. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. He married it by her. <laughs> right? Right.
1: I think that's so ridiculous. Oh my God. I but love it's it. so insane. How like, pre- who, how
0: batshit are you? Literally.
2: Where, did that happen in Florida?
0: Um, you know
1: what? Yeah, I, it did happen in Florida. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. it did actually. They always do. Crazy happens Either in Florida. To
2: Pennsylvania, Kentucky, or Florida? Um,
1: Literally, <laughs> Kentucky. Amber, you don't
0: have kids. But no. Joe, you have two daughters. Yeah. Um, have you seen this article that went viral of the mom who says that her son doesn't, her eight-year-old son doesn't need to man up? And this might actually go along with your trophy <coughs> discussion. Um, but a mom, uh, her name is Jamie Sullivan. Wrote a Facebook post that's now been viewed something like twelve thousand times. Or has been shared 12,000 times and it talks about an incident where her son was playing sports and he fell down starts crying so she immediately wants to go over and help him but a parent comes over and actually says to her don't touch him let the boy man up Mm. and stop babying that kid Mm. Uh, Sullivan was furious, but it had nothing to do, she says, um, with feeling like her parenting skills were being critiqued. Rather, she says it's a much bigger issue in society where we expect little boys to be tough and not show any emotion. You think that's true? Or do you think that this guy, this other dad, had a point where it's like every time your kid falls, stop running over and trying to help
1: them? What do you think? Uh, I mean, you have kids. I mean, I know how I feel about like with my brothers, but like I would definitely, it's a maternal instinct, but at the same time. You would let I'd them want, cry it out? I mean, or you know. Would... Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I you would be this... like
1: really upset, but there comes a the point when like you want them to be able to, you know, be strong as well. But I think there definitely needs to be some sort of like love and affection, and they should be able to show their feelings. Men, women, everybody.
2: What about yeah. the sexist view of the boy versus the girl? Like oh. telling the little eight year old boy to man up. Versus it? an eight year old girl, oh. you might you might say, Oh, it's okay, honey, come on over here. I can tell you I see this stuff all the time. I'm sure. It is it's so crazy how you treat different gender kids different. Yeah. So
0: wait, but you <clears throat> feel like you agree with this that that you should kind of let the guy You shouldn't
2: call it man up. You should give the kid a chance mm-hmm. to, to gather himself. Right. Because I used to referee soccer for little six-year-olds. Yeah, and six-year-olds are different sizes, and it's (laughs) it's like boys and girls, and they're all together. And some of them are hyper aggressive and will smash into other kids, and some will just, you know, shy away from every single tackle. Mm. And sometimes they get smashed into and they fall down and they start crying. And I look at them and I'm like, "Are you hurt?" And they said, "No." And I'm like, "Are you bleeding?" They say, "No." And I said, "Do you want to keep playing or do you want to go see your parents?" And most of the time, they, they, they're like, okay, I want to keep playing, I want to keep, keep playing. playing. Yeah. And then they, they put the tears away, and mm-hmm. then they keep playing. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't tell them to man up. If they're hurt or they want to go see their parents, I didn't make that a bad option.
1: Yeah.
2: So it's really in, in kind like of like that. the way that you deliver it to the kids.
1: Mm-hmm. Give them the choice to...
2: Yeah. I mean, sometimes kids... You don't want to make the kids also feel like that they can't have that security that of their parents. That's what parents are right. for, right?
0: Yeah. No, I think it's a good balance. That's I feel a like, great point. I feel like Dan says very similar stuff when he's coaching soccer, mm-hmm. that, yeah. he, that he says the same thing. Give him a minute. Anyway, the mom goes on to say that uh, she felt like this whole interaction made sadness a weakness. Um, and she says that it's one of the many things that keeps enforcing young boys that having emotion is toxic masculinity. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean... It's. I get what she's saying. I get what she's saying, and then I yeah. also understand that you. I like the the idea of kind of letting kids, whether it's a little boy or a little girl, gather themselves before. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. You I know.
2: I know a couple out. that had a transgender father that went from a male to a female, and a mm-hmm. female mother, and had a baby girl, and through a donor, and when she was four. They named her um, an androgynous, Dylan, and mm-hmm. just tried to treat her without any hims or hers mm-hmm. and, like, without those terms. And I can't tell you, this girl was into pinks and purples and princesses and frills, oh and it's just crazy how much it's really just innate in, in the sexes for yeah. their kids. So, I mean, sometimes with the little boys, I wouldn't use the word man up, because right. then you're, like, you're being, you're being insensitive, I think, but yeah. at least give them a chance to... That's my little parenting advice for those people I'm out there. I'm with you.
0: I like that take. Do you think that jealousy is the reason we shop? There's a new story out that basically says that jealousy is really the number one reason that people shop for something. Has that ever happened to you? Are you a big mm, shopper,
1: Amber? No, I, I mean, I enjoy <laughs> shopping, but there, I mean... Sometimes I just get tired of shopping. (laughs) it's just such (laughs) an effort. I hate trying on clothes in the store. Like, I buy stuff and then I just return it if it doesn't look good at home. But does
0: it really become about jealousy with your friends and other people you see in society? Because this is is a study that was published by the Journal of Consumer Psychology. And researchers found that jealousy spikes a person's desire to buy an eye-catching product. Um, They go on to say that children can be jealous of siblings' relationships with their parents or workers might be jealous of a colleague's close relationship with a supervisor. The study also theorized that companies take advantage of jealousy in order to ramp up our shopping impulses. Displays can capture situations in which jealousy is at play, which could motivate consumers to buy products uh, that will attract someone's attention. So that's funny because I never pictured jealousy being the reason that I shopped. Me either. That's um, crazy. They say that jeal- jealousy is a stronger motivator of shopping than shame when it comes to what we buy. Participants were asked whether they'd rather wear ordinary or outrageous sunglasses to a party, regardless of whether outrageous sunglasses, um, regardless of whether outrageous sunglasses would be appropriate. And the and the jealous participants chose the latter. Basically, science has figured out what every fashion obsessive has known for a long time: that we're all jealous of what everyone else has
1: mm. and
0: will happily drain our bank accounts or destroy them
1: to make sure that we have the latest fashion you think that's true I mean to an extent yeah I could definitely see that it's so crazy I only shop like
0: twice a year yeah I really do and you know I mean I, I think I tell it all the time on this but I always have like a personal shopper because yes. I feel like that saves so much I feel like it saves me so much time and yes. so much money because then I don't buy all these things that mm-hmm. I never wear mm-hmm. you know she I she pays or I pay her like 60 dollars an hour yeah. she shops sales mm-hmm. we go we try everything on mm-hmm. boom buy everything on sale mm-hmm. then she comes to my apartment and puts all the outfits together
1: takes a picture done that's so nice I, I mean, know I need that in my life you should honestly like it's the one thing I would tell people to budget in for every yeah. year it's a great investment it sounds like every oh, time that's you that's talk that's about that's it I'm always like that's on point Sarah yeah, it's like it's so good. Yeah,
2: See, so I always done. think the IRAs or four one ks those are things that we should budget for every year. <laughs> no, but no, you no. know, the personal shopper could be like right up there too. Off. Hey,
0: Hello. You know what? You
2: know
0: what. <laughs> um, I want to thank everybody too. Yesterday, I, I put out a Instagram post. Basically, I was so upset, and I was talking about it on yesterday's show with Guy Lambert about which, by the way, Guy Lambert. Thought that Lady Gaga looked like she had gained weight at the Super Bowl,
1: so I was like, "I was like, guy, you can't say that. That's horrendous." I've been so horrified about that because it's like, first of all, women already have like a pouch there anyway for carrying children, but like most of the time, people, um, like especially celebrities that are in the public eye like that are like super, super toned or photoshopped in some way. And then all of a sudden someone's like in the middle of dancing and right, like performing. A- and like, of course there's roles or like. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for
0: you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of <laughs> at checkout. That's T-S-F-S at H-E-R-O dot C-O. The wait is over. That's right. Season 5 of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres
1: May 23rd, streaming on Hulu a pouch or something. I just think that's totally absurd that, you know, someone would call him out for... Uh, well, Lady Being Gaga real. came out today, and she basically
0: said to all the body shamers that she loves her body. She was really happy with the performance. Yeah. She wouldn't change anything. And so yesterday, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm taking my shirt off and posting. Yes, like, girl. Just post. Post without your shirt on. It, it's, I completely understand, because it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I would have mm-hmm. never taken my shirt off ever and posted it online. It would have been the most terrifying thing. But... Like I said in the post, you begin to realize, and you've been in therapy, Amber. Yes. And, uh, Joe, have you been in therapy yet?
1: Yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yes. I mean, isn't everybody? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, everyone. Of course. Honestly, uh-huh. everybody should I be. Go. Yeah. yeah. Therapy, I, Why I,
1: aren't you. Yeah, Go. That piece of shit, dude.
0: <laughs> like we, no. I mean, you're amazing. You don't have any issues yet. I feel like... No, I have yet. plenty. Not <laughs> I have a dead dad and body dysmorphia. The girl's <laughs> riddled with them. We all... I feel like we, everybody... I love therapy, but... I love you therapy. You know, you have to get to a place with yourself where you could care less what mm. people think. Joe, mm-hmm. will you take your shirt off? <laughs>
2: right, now? right now? No. No. Joe, on. On. I feel no. like I'm no. disgusting. No. <laughs> no. Uh, That's yeah, so sure old.
0: No. That's the whole point, is we just celebrate our bodies as yeah. they are. I'll no, take my shirt it. off, you take your shirt off. Yeah, we'll all yes. take our shirts off, Joe.
2: No, I'm not doing no. it.
0: It is a podcast. Nobody else can see I, it. Right.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you guys all want to take your tops off that badly.
0: No, we want you to take your shirt. We'll all take our shirts off together. I am mean,
2: gonna have a t-shirt on underneath this, you know.
0: No, you gotta, like, strip down. You gotta, like, take it off, celebrate your body. What so you, you
2: guys going to strip down, too? Yeah. Is that what you're telling absolutely.
0: me? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you a hairy guy, is
2: that one? Oh, my God, no. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. No. 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 I I do have an Italian father, but I'm not. No, not at all. Oh, that's great.
1: So, like, no back hair?
2: No. No, I have the SHG, but that's about it.
1: What's the SHG? The
2: sporadic hair growth.
1: Oh, okay. Like, Like like you have a hair
2: here, and you have a hair there.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do you just have hairy nipples? I'm sure he was Uh a guy with hairy nipples. No, No. not at all. Oh, God. No. (laughs) It's coming from the lesbian. I'm like, if there's hair on some girl's nipple, I'm like, out of there. By the way, Amber, and I I don't want to say the business, but... um, No, okay. Or or we can say the business if you want. What's the business? That you work at. Oh, yeah. You deal with a lot
0: of men that come in for grooming. They
1: want to know. So, yeah, at eighteen eight, we do um, a wide variety of grooming services. And, actually, it's funny because a lot of people... A lot of the guys that call, or the wives that call, are like, do you do waxing? And we're like, yeah, we do, but it's 18-A policy that we just wax, um, you know, like, ear, nose, um, eyebrow, and and that's it, because oh, we don't so want the know- liability of, like, a lot of people call about, like, back wax, arm wax, chest wax, and I'm like, no, like, we don't do that, I'm sorry. Oh, Bowtie Joe. He's getting <laughs> I mean, a bit I just here. show you. Wow. That I'm not a hairy oh, you yeah. just want to show us that your
0: nipples aren't hairy? <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> We'll see. We'll, we'll look at that. Okay. <laughs> wow! Wow! No Joe wonders. has taken off um, his um, the Vineyard at? Vines shirt. Wow! <laughs> oh my god. Not he's now down in his white shirt, nice. his white t-shirt. There it is! Wow! Okay. And now he's gonna... <laughs> Joe. You look
1: good. You, you look great. great. No oh body god. shaming. No Love body you. shaming.
0: You look great, and you hardly have any Heck hair. Yeah. No, like none. Nice. That's amazing. Your that was more great. hair, Joe. That was like so good. Yay! Yay. You've you already <laughs> seen mine. That's true. I mean, come on. How many you times? You put it on
2: Instagram yesterday. Yeah,
0: please. I mean, I mean, you bring up the picture. Like it. You it can look s- at it throughout the whole show. Uh-oh. Seriously.
2: <laughs> yummy. Zoom <laughs> in. Yummy.
1: Yeah, zoom in.
2: <laughs> Actually, I was just hoping that the other two would get naked, too. Right? Oh, whoa. I
1: get naked. <laughs> Irene. Um,
2: Motherfucking <laughs> Irene. I'm a hairy person.
1: Awesome. <laughs> um, hairiest nipples you'll ever uh-uh. see. Uh-uh. Really? Yes. <laughs> no no, all right, really. moving on. You like them
2: or no? No, it hurts too much. Just let it grow. Just let it grow, oh yeah. natural. That would hurt like no. Oh. Um,
0: all right, I want to talk about this story in Lynwood, Washington. This was the one that I teased about the woman that um, ended up trying to cut a guy's heart out and eat it. This is so uh, strange. No. Uh, a Linwood, Washington hotel was also brought into this story. They say that the woman had rented a room there with the intent of killing a man that she met online and eating his heart. The suspect later told Linwood detectives that the gruesome plan was just one step in her bid to become a serial killer. So she was actually setting out to be a serial killer. Like a
2: serial killer starter kit.
1: Serious hashtag goals there. Like, (laughs) really? I'm deleting my Tinder immediately. You don't know anyone's intentions. Are you on Tinder now? Is that your number one way of finding people to date? No no i mean i don't really take it seriously because it's like no one's trying to find love on tinder (laughs) unfortunately everyone there like thinks it's a joke or if they're like taking it seriously i they're probably on match i think you're right most people i feel like that
0: find love are on match uh this actually happened on craigslist after the guy responded to a craigslist ad well
1: that's dumb I know.
2: <laughs> That's You're dumb. asking
1: for trouble. Wasn't there a lifetime movie called The Craigslist Killer? Like, oh, of- yes, that was, that was nuts. Anyway, sorry. Go
0: on. Uh, the ad read: The woman had posted. Police have not put out her name. By the way, this woman that wants to be a serial killer on Craigslist. <laughs> she said that she was quote seeking dating and not sex. After they met in person, the pair ended up booking a room at the Rodeo Inn on Highway it's 99 like the in
2: Linwood. Inn. <laughs> rodeo Inn. That's
0: awesome. The man told police the woman asked him several times if he was a serial killer. He told her no. And she climbed on top of him and said well I'm a serial killer. Then she grabbed a pocket knife and went for the heart.
2: A no pocket no, no. knife? Yes. yes. <laughs> Did she pull it out? Like, unfold yes. the pocket knife? Woman that well, I, was... It's not like he, she flipped it open violently. It's like, hang on a second. Let me pull hey. this thing open and try You're to sure. carve your knife. The your,
0: woman your then stabbed out. him in the chest, according to police, before he eventually broke free and got out of the room to dial 911. The victim told police, though, he had a difficult time fighting her off because of her weight.
2: Oh, my um, God. That's
0: terrible. Talk
2: about body shaming.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> he said there had been no argument or altercation before the attack. He said, that in, by all means, the date seemed to be going well. Oh, no. That's terrible. God bless. Anyway, according to police, the suspect, once she was arrested, said, quote, I'm a loon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is this that place? Like, Understatement.
1: This, this is insane. This okay. is my favorite story. So I, when I read this, much. I was like, what? She oh must have been God. practicing, like... I'm a serial killer
2: for like days. Imagine in front of her mirror. Yeah. What should my face look like?
1: Right? Like
2: (laughs) making faces.
0: Oh my God. I'm a loon. That (laughs) is the understatement. You are sorry, Joe.
2: And serial killers are supposed to be brilliant, right? Right. I mean, if she was smart enough, then she would realize that a pocket knife is not going to cut through your chest cavity? I mean, let's I mean, be you're honest. Need,
1: if you're use How many that, TV you
2: shows have you watched? Of, let's be honest, Well, scores.
1: she yeah. confesses. She's
0: great. Badshit crazy. So there you go. Yeah, I, mean. um, I wanted to to talk about this story because it's funny on my social media. I get a lot of women that, you know, always give me advice or mm-hmm. want advice, and there's several women that I'm friends with on social media mm-hmm. that are dating men 20 years younger than they are. Yes, I read about that. <laughs> and But here's the thing, is that lots of times they get they get mistaken or mistook for mother and son. Do you think that that, and then, you know, a lot of times too that goes on to kind of erode the relationship mm-hmm. because after a while if you keep hearing, hey, is that your mom? And in fact, it's your love interest. It's just not good. Mm-hmm. So, not what do you, a good look. I know. What's the oldest
1: uh, age difference for you, Amber, that you've dated? So, uh, when I was I think, when I was like 20 Two, I dated someone who was twenty-eight, but that's about as high as I went. So, like six years. Oh, so six years was your max. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. as
0: more and more young men are dating older women, see, and this is why I want to do a show on this because I'm fascinated as to what young men see in older women. Do you think right. it's just money, like what young women see in older men? I mean, what I do you think... think it is? Sex? It's just the sex. But so young yeah. guys feel like the sex will be better with an older, more experienced woman, and that feel
2: like it will. They you don't think know. that you've learned stuff over the years?
0: Yeah, I would you say You don't think
2: that you're better now than you were when you were twenty four?
0: Yeah. I would.
2: I mean, I know a couple that the woman is 51, 52, and the dude's twenty four. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh it's my a God. it's a big difference. Whoa. But I mean, and that to me is I don't understand it at all.
0: I don't understand it. I, I I guess I understand a little bit more the reverse of um, a younger woman dating an older man, but yeah. I think two were just conditioned like in
1: society, right. yeah to, to feel no like that. regarding regarding them you know either looking similar or like f- mother, daughter, father:
2: A moment in time daughter. I have no problem with it, right? right. a fifty something and a 20 something, no problems whatsoever. yeah, but what's going to happen if you stay together for ten years? All of a sudden, it's a 60 and 30. And then you were together for 20 years, and it's 70 and 40. Now, all of a sudden, it's like...
1: Yeah. No, for sure. A lot of people always thought Danielle and Jackie looked similar, and they were like... They were like, is that her mom? And I was like, no, that's her wife.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Wow. Who's this? Are these friends of yours? No, this is Danielle, my ex. Oh, this is your ex. This is
0: your ex and her mom. No, No, ex 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 and her wife.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. You just made that mistake.
0: That's... (laughs) Sarah, wow, they do look like mother and daughter. That's crazy. Yeah, Jackie's oh my the busted one. Wow, and she Jackie's the busted
2: one. one. Not that you're bitter at all.
0: No. And Danielle ends up going no. back with her husband. Her no. Wife.
2: Danielle. Danielle was. Oh my God. How are you following along with this?
1: This is fascinating, Sarah. Oh my God, I'm so. Yeah no okay Danielle goes back with the wife yeah. okay okay Danielle's so, in the in the light blue baby blue so
0: Danielle is in fact gay the whole time oh yeah
1: oh okay, okay no and but... Jackie is the one who had the white the the husband. husband ah got it got and it and the it. children and then, and then you and guys then, wait so yeah they were con- misconstrued of being like mother
2: daughter and swear
1: ah okay now now I'm following along it took me a second twenty
2: years apart I'm... yeah I mean I know fifty yeah. somethings that are that are grandparents too so that's not un- unheard of. And like 52-year-old um, that's a grandparent?
0: Yeah, true. God, that's amazing. I can't even imagine. Can I might you imagine? Be, no, I'd be 52 having a kid is like more of a reality. <laughs> reality
1: for Sarah. Well, isn't yeah. Halle, who's
2: Halle Berry's having a kid? Well, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. But somebody just said that Absolutely. they're pregnant, too.
1: Beyonce. Beyonce. Well, yeah.
2: No, no. Uh, she's young enough. I mean, somebody she's not else? in her 50s. I don't know. Joe, get out that Google. I know.
0: Uh, Anyway, if you want to weigh in on this show, you can always email me, Sarah, S-A-R-A-H at heyfrage.com. I love getting your emails. I'm really slow in responding, so definitely give me a lead time of like three weeks to a month. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) She's just so popular. I get overwhelmed with emails. You're better
2: off finding Irene.
1: Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) please email me. I love talking to people. (laughs) Nobody ever emails me back. I've emailed the t-shirt guy three times. Interesting. He doesn't
0: want to talk. You can email Irene, intern at Hayfrage.com. Ask me uh, questions. I want to give advice. Okay, or ask Irene questions. Uh, Here is one, though, and since we've been talking about therapy on today's show, uh, this one's from a woman named Danielle, and she Mm -hmm. says, hey, Sarah, I love the show. I'm a long-time listener and really enjoy your perspective. I recently decided I'd like to do some therapy. I have no idea where to start or how to find a good therapist in my area. Can you please share some tips on how to locate a good therapist? Thanks so
1: much.
2: Mm. What a disaster.
1: Why? What do you mean, what a Disaster.
2: Uh, just finding a therapist is oh. a disaster. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, Sarah, sure, obviously you've gotten lucky. You go to therapy and you have a good therapist, I assume, because you like love it. Oh my god. Well,
0: I would say, look, if, if Danielle, if you're emailing and you live in the D.C. area, mm-hmm. Robin Mize mm-hmm. has been my longtime therapist, and I recommend her to everyone. Nice. And the reason I knew Robin was. Terrific. And the other one and couples therapy. Like if you want to go to a good couples therapy, mm-hmm. I, I also go to this woman, Lee Conan. She's nice. fantastic too. I have nice. multiple therapists. Yeah, I'm sure. Definitely either one of those women plus
2: and- Sammy Simpson. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, Sammy Simpson's my I other love therapist. Him. Isn't he like the best? Yes. Sammy Simpson is a passion curator. He's the one that helps me like stay true. Mm. Yeah, you it takes it takes a village, folks. Oh it really does. I mean, honestly, <laughs> um, but I always think the best sign is go. You have to have a good fit. You have to have chemistry with your um, therapist in the sense that you've got to connect, right? Mm-hmm. And a good therapist, I think, always tells you first session, look. We can try this a couple times. If you're not feeling me, I'll give Mm -hmm. you another recommendation. If I'm Mm -hmm. not feeling you, I'll let you know. So you have to have somebody that I think is very open from the beginning. That would be my biggest tip. If you go to somebody Mm -hmm. who immediately feels like they can solve all your problems and they're not open to the fact that, hey... You know, this may or may not work.
1: I think that's a red flag. Yeah, definitely. And if they don't have, like, availability for you, that's a red flag for me. Because I recently went to get a new um, therapist. And she only has, like, once a month. And I was like, what? Like, I need to see you on a weekly or biweekly basis. And she was like, no. I was like, oh. So my advice would be to definitely, like, find someone that's available. But also, like, um, is, um, you know... (coughs) like is able to assist in your needs like if you have anxiety or depression or um, eh, bipolar disorder or something that can really like assist you with your needs if it's like getting up and getting out of bed every day it's like you need a motivational therapist or something make sure like you're doing your research you know that um, they can really assist you. And they're available. That's my thing. I need to find someone who's available. Yeah, right. That's a really, really good point. Mm-hmm. Hey, you've had tough luck, though, finding a good therapist. Yeah, like, I just recently went to see someone the other day, and, like, I've, I'm just getting over a cold, and she was like, oh, wait, like, don't get close. Like, I've... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't planning on making out with you. Can I just <laughs> talk to you? Shoot. I was like, nice to meet you. Like, <laughs> and she she had some you know immune disorder, so I totally understood, and I was like, that's uh. fine. And then she was like, she was like, so how often would you like to be seeing me? You know, like once a month. And I was like, well, I thought like this would be like a weekly thing. And she was like. Well, my next opening is until like March fifteenth, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, you know? yeah, like I need help now. Okay, these mental
0: <laughs> issues are not going yeah, away. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so my advice to Danielle is definitely find someone who's available and who would meet your needs. There's definitely a lot of research that goes into it, especially regarding like healthcare coverage. <laughs> Irene, <laughs> um, like and over. yeah, um, that type of thing. Healthcare coverage, you know, if you're going to be paying out of pocket, like definitely, it's a great investment. Because someone to talk to is something someone needs a lot just of. The like time. Yeah. <laughs> just just like a personal Sarah shopper. Sarah just, just like a personal, personal shopper. Just like a personal shopper. Um, <laughs> you guys, that's
0: the show. Woo! Really? Can you believe it? Forty minutes goes by like so we fast. We made it. Tell me,
1: Amber, do you want to give out where people can follow you? Yeah, definitely. On social media? Definitely. So, um, you can follow me on Snapchat at a a Marie M A R I E zero nine. And then the same for Instagram. And then if you want to follow me on or friend me on Facebook, it's just Amber McNally. Not McNeil. <laughs> Not McNeil, Not guys. McNeil. Sarah. Don't Joe, you want to give out any uh, handles? Uh,
2: they we? can find me. Just find you. you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm <We'll>, out there. <laughs>
0: we'll find you through, yeah. All right, everybody. So I'll, I'll be back with you tomorrow. And be sure to email me your thoughts and feedback on the show. Sarah at hayfrage.com. Bye, everybody. Bye.
1: School shooting, Russian drone. I'm Tim McGuire with an AP News Minute. Police in San Bernardino, California, say a man went into an elementary school classroom, shot and killed a woman, and wounded two students before killing himself. Police Captain Ron Moss says it does
2: not look like the students were actually targeted. We believe the two children were the unfortunate recipients of injuries in, by being in proximity to the female at the time of the incident.
1: The two are listed in critical condition. A senior official says the U.S. is certain Russia knew in advance a serious chemical weapons attack last week. The official says it took until today to confirm a Russian drone was flying over a hospital, treating those injured in the attack. Hours after the drone left, the hospital was bombed by a Russian-made jet. New Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch says he's proud to fill Antonin Scalia's seat. I won't ever forget that the seat I inherit today is that of a very, very great man. I'm Tim McGuire.